Hello and welcome to the Pelvic Floor Connection, the podcast that lifts the lid on the mysterious and misunderstood matters of all things pelvic floor and core health, helping you to better connect with the power of your pelvic floor. With me, Sarah Jane West Watson. Happy New Year. Welcome to the 24th episode of the Pelvic Floor Connection and the first episode of 2023. So I was trying to think about uh, what would be a good way to kick off the new year with you guys. Um, And other than a great little party, uh, which obviously I'd love to do, uh, I, (laughs) I thought I'd spend today talking about the realistic way that you can plan and get pelvic floor exercises into your daily life. Because I know that so many people have been messaging me, sort of saying, right, this is, they're, they're going to get on top of this. This is, they want to take action, get stronger in their core, get stronger in their pelvic floor. And I love January for this enthusiasm of let's just start again, or let's just start, or let's just do something. I love that. But I also think that it sometimes sets ourselves up to fail because we kind of just imagine this goal of where we want to be and where we are now and we sort of think, right, that's what I've decided is going to happen and we don't really appreciate the journey between where we are now and how to get to that goal. So a lot of people feel disheartened with progress and then give up fall off the rails and then go, well, it didn't work, not doing it. And that's why I hate January. Um, because I find there's a lot of people have a massive amount of momentum and it sort of just falls off a cliff. So what today is all about is about going, right, let's harness that momentum and let's give you some tips, um, that kind of work for me to get you getting the most out of, um, yes, your pelvic floor exercise, yes, your core exercise, but also maybe any goal that you're trying to do. Um, and I am going to start off with uh, top tip number one, uh, which is particularly pertinent to pelvic floor uh, work and any movement work. Um, and that is focus on quality, not quantity. So if you have the time to do a really good thorough workout at a pelvic floor or core workout, amazing. That's what we want. If you don't have the time and you're going to rush through it, then don't. Either just park it totally for that day or say, do you know what? I'm going to just do an awful lot. I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one. I'm going to one really good Kegel. I'm going to work with a pet breath in the pelvic floor and then just walk away from it. And the reason for that is because our body is in, <laughs> our bodies are intrinsically lazy, no matter what type of A personality you are. And our bodies will, will kind of do the path of least resistance because they're, they're prim- primarily designed to preserve life. And so they will do the least possible amount of work and therefore if you give them an opportunity to kind of go this is what a quick sloppy pelvic floor exercise is it will go ooh, maybe I'll just do that next time um so don't give it that opportunity to accept suboptimal 
pelvic floor work. Now, the reason for that is, A, we want a great contraction, but also, B, um, our muscles adapt alarmingly quickly. And if you start to do a couple of, oh, I'll just take a shortcut here and I'll just take a shortcut there, do you know, I'm just going to kind of squeeze and I'm not really going to focus on where I'm squeezing, then very quickly, what I find women doing is they kind of slip into engaging the wrong muscles again. So they'll take in and invested that time and effort into doing things right and then kind of go, oh, I just keep doing it and and take the focus off the quality and then sort of find that they're going backwards in terms of what they're hanging on to. So top tip number one is quality, quality, quality over quantity. If you haven't got as much time as you'd like, do less. Modify what you're doing for the time that you have got allowed and take pride in the quality of what you are doing. Um, Number two is my three R's. Uh, So I've kind of snooped three in here, but number two is my three R's. So realistic, routine, and regular. Okay, so be realistic about the expectation that you're setting on yourself to exercise, to do your pelvic floor work. You know, doing it 17 times a day every time you stand up is just, you're going to burn out at day one. Um, So be realistic and maybe say, do you know what? Five time, five days out of seven, I'm going to have paid real attention to my pelvic floor or to my core, um, to your pelvic tilt maybe, if you're particularly if you're postpartum and struggling with that back pain, and finding that correlation to um, the, the pelvic floor lift and that pelvic tilt. So be really realistic about what is achievable. Second R, routine, okay? We like routine. We are little creatures of habit. So slip your exercise into routine. So one thing that really works for me is reading with my children at night. So when I'm lying doing bedtime books, I will kind of be exploring mentally my pelvic floor at the same time. Um, And that's a really nice thing that I know every night I kind of lie there. Lying down also is great because it puts my pelvic floor in a neutral position so I can kind of feel a different component really nicely. Um, So fit it into your routine. I'm not a fan of pelvic floor work while you're driving because you need to concentrate on driving. Um, And also you've got the lap belt across your waist which encourages you to pull on your abs rather than your pelvic floor so I'm not a fan of while you're driving um, I am a big fan of when you're filling your car up with diesel or petrol um, because a it takes your mind off how extortionate it is to refuel your car but also it's lovely you're standing quite often in a static position or quite open position with one arm maybe on the I don't know what you call it nozzle of the um, petrol filler and it allows you to get a nice stance and to get that pelvic floor list and to stand well and kind of go, ooh, look at me standing well when everyone else is just sort of slopped over filling their cars up. So that's a really nice one. And then the other one is regular. Keep it regular. So if you only do a little, do it often. And and I swear, this is something that I really, really love is little and often is such, such a um, long-term big winner against random sporadic massive episodes um, so little and often, just kind of go, do you know what, I'm just going to do two minutes here, one minute there, but every day. Um, I personally can't fit in a huge amount of time to work out at the moment um, because of my life, work, children, family, all of that shebang. So I do little bits of exercise 
but very, very often. So in the evening, what happens is kids go to bed, I did my exercise, my core work, my pelvic floor work, everything all together then, and it really, really works for me. Um, so those are the three R's, number two, realistic, routine, and regular. Uh, number three, now this is not a top tip, but, well, it is a top tip, not about when to do your pelvic floors, but I just couldn't not say this, is, is do it when you are doing in a position that works for you. So um, anyone that's been to me and had a one-to-one session will often find that they kind of are really struggling to do their Kegels in one position, but then they move slightly and like, whoa, there it is, there's my sling muscle, or there, yay, there's my anal sphincter, I can feel it there. So if you are scheduling and trying to find that routine, and trying to find that time when you can do it regularly, make sure that you're in a position that is really optimal for your your pelvic floor, not the generic pelvic floor, for your pelvic floor. Um, so that is another top tip. Um, and number five, tie it in with a time that is really good to work on your breathing. And this is because we are also flipping busy. Um, and I won't even mention anxiety and overwhelm because we've lost the appreciation of what that is. But the breath is so important with our core work, with our pelvic floor work, that I love it. And I'm so passionate about the the breathing work with our mental health because it allows ourselves to really take those really healing, restorative, diaphragmatic belly breaths. So do it at a time that works for you, maybe in the morning, in the shower, just to have, you know, five really good inhales and using and feeling that pelvic floor work with your exhale to kind of ground you and mentally prepare you for the rest of the day. Or perhaps it's part of your evening work when you're lying in bed, hands on your belly, and really take those restorative breaths and feel that dance between the pelvic floor and the uh, diaphragm working together. Number five, uh, movement, movement, movement. We know uh, so firmly that the pelvic floor and the core are so much more optimally strengthened when we're doing big whole body, what we call kind of global movements. We're not just isolating the pelvic floor um, and just using it on its own. We're working it in a squat and a lunge and a move and a twist and a lean because that's what we do. We don't need our pelvic floor when we're just sort of sitting going, nothing's happening, but I'm squeezing. But we do need it when you're moving, you're loading, you're straining, which obviously we don't because we always breathe out when we strain. Um, or uh, lifting unpredictable toddlers, or lifting heavy loads of shopping, or doing that horrible twist from the trolley into the car with your big bags. Isn't that an awful twist? And we need to get our pelvic floor working uh, in those movements, and our core working. So engaging your pelvic floor in your exercise, in your daily life. I always say mums underestimate how much exercise they do because they lift, they bend, they twist, they they do a thousand, they do how many bear crawls across the carpet trying to get things. Um, and they do do exercise, but often we don't think of it as exercise. So if you apply the movement principles, the core principles to how you're moving during the day or in specific workouts, then you get so much more bang for your buck and you really do get the most out of your pelvic floor work. So uh, movement, and if movement is a thing for you and you're really struggling with exercise um, and you're not quite sure how to get exercise 
into your life or pelvic floor or exercise that works for your pelvic floor, then uh, it is still not too late to jump onto my January 2023 Transform Your Core six-week program. Um, so it is today, um, it is the 11th of January when this is airing. So the doors are still open this week. And again, if you're a little bit late, I want to smudge in next week. Yeah, yeah, yes, I'll, you know, I'll let you in. Um, then that is a six week progressive program online, live and on demand. So if you can't make the live classes, it is not a big sweat, but that is taking you to a place where you understand what you're doing and you're getting strong. So the goal is to get you strong and confident in your pelvic floor and your core by the end of six weeks. So you move well, you breathe well, you feel good, you stand good, and you have that strength and support from underneath. If you do want to jump in that on, um, on, a, on a, through this podcast that you've been listening to, then I am going to give you a cheeky little 10% off. Um, it's £139, but you will get that for the 10% off if you jump onto fitfannyadams.com forward slash transform24. Okay, that's episode 24, not the year 24. I haven't gone mad. So fitfannyadams.com forward slash tra- transform24, the numbers 24, and that will get you 20% off transform your core until Wednesday the 18th of January so doors will 100% be closing on the 18th of January um, 2023 but that is if you want that Um, if you've got any more questions about it just drop me a message Um, but let's recap those top tips number one quality only do your pelvic floor core work exercise anything when you're going to give it quality not quantity Be realistic, be routine and be regular in choosing when and what you're going to do and what you're going to achieve. Find a position that works for you. Do your exercises in a position that works for you. So don't, if you find it really difficult to do your um, pelvic floor work when you are standing up, don't say, I'm going to do it when I'm standing up filling the car with petrol. Do it when you sit down and say, right, at the end of the day, I'm going to sit down. I kind of have that ah moment at the end of the day. Do it then. Um, breath work, tie it in at a time when you will benefit from some really good breath work to mentally restore you as well. Number five, movement. Get your core work done in your everyday movement and do exercise that embraces quality core movement. Um, so I hope those top tips have helped. Do let me know. And will you also let me know what your, um, your new year's resolution is uh, mine is to keep it simple in everything that I do you're right now I'm going to try and apply that principle to keep it simple I couldn't set a new year's resolution largely because largely because my brain was so frazzled that having a child who was ill for three weeks with post-pandemic lack of immunity so um yeah I came out <laughs> I came out to Christmas and new year going I just want to sleep in a brain cell. So um, I'm going to keep it simple. That is my theme. Keep it simple in my head, in what I'm doing, in organisation, everything. Keep it simple. 
Um, that's my motto. So will you let me know what yours is? And will you let me know what you want to hear more of? Drop me an email at sarahjane at fitfannyadams.com. And if you don't already, please take a moment to follow me on Instagram or Facebook at fitfannyadams um, and drop me a message there. I'd love to connect. If you want any top tips, if you find anything is difficult, drop me a message, drop me a DM. I'd love to be on there and just to connect with people and to see how I can help you. Um, but have an amazing 2023. I'm honoured always to be in your ears and to be a part of your life. Um, keep strong, keep smiling and keep connecting with your core to strengthen from the inside. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you have then please do take a moment to rate and review me on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. Help me to help make this conversation be heard and take the shame away from pelvic pain. Thank you.